Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space lies your freedom and power to choose your response. In those responses lie your growth and your happiness. Hello, and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast, where we explore how to create a well-balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work-life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work-life balance, practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Good morning, everyone. It is so good to be back. Last week, I didn't post a new episode because I was busy hosting my five-day closet clean-out challenge. And you guys, it was seriously so much fun. The whole week was filled with inspiration and encouragement and incredible productivity. I am already looking forward to hosting another one sometime soon. But let's kick things off this morning with a listener spotlight. So this is the part of the show where I get to share the spotlight with one of you. And today I'm going to share a review from Jesus Freak 7 and she left a five-star rating and a review in Apple Podcast. And she stated, take note, busy women. In a world that edifies busyness, it's no wonder women are frantically frazzled. It's as if our worth is determined by how busy we make ourselves. Kaylee brings a beautiful picture of a simplistic life that is not only achievable, but it is also what we truly and deeply desire. My favorite episode by far is the one on decision-making. With each episode, Kaylee is conscientious of our time by giving us morsels of an elegant balance in 15-minute episodes. I can listen to an episode on one of my walk breaks. The information Kaylee brings is for any woman, no matter what stage of life you are in. Thanks, Kaylee. Can't wait to hear what you have next. Thank you so much for leaving that really, really kind review. I truly appreciate it. And if you're listening and you have enjoyed the show, but you haven't left a review or a rating yet, what are you waiting for? Head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and review, and then maybe you'll be featured on an upcoming listener spotlight. Okay, so let's jump into the main part of today's show. Although I am an avid reader, I actually didn't read very many baby books when I was pregnant. I never read What to Expect When Expecting, and I didn't read The Happiest Baby on the Block until my fourth pregnancy. However, there is one parenting book that I've read at least four different times, and I'm on my fifth time right now. And my guess is that many of you have never even heard of it, let alone have read it. The book is Bringing Up Bebe by Pamela Druckerman. As many of you know, I love all things French. The language, the food, the wine, the culture. Turns out, I love French parenting too. I thoroughly enjoyed this entire book, which is evidenced by my having read it multiple times, but there is one chapter in particular that is, in my opinion, the best kept secret of parenting during those early months. The chapter is entitled Doing Her Nights, 
and it deals with infant sleep. In this chapter, Pamela finds herself with a newborn daughter who doesn't sleep through the night. Sounds pretty normal, right? Except she starts to realize that when living in Paris, that's not normal. At this realization, she sets out to find the secret to why French babies font ses nuits, or do their nights, well before the American counterpart. Now, if you've made it with me this far, but you're starting to think that maybe this episode is not for you because you're not a mother to a newborn, hear me out because I think we can all learn something from this little secret. What is the secret to newborn sleep? It ends up being incredibly simple. So simple, in fact, that most French mothers Pamela interviewed didn't even think to mention it. French babies' mothers practiced pausing. By pausing and observing their babies, French mothers can decide whether their babies are distressed and need immediate attention, like snuggling or rocking or nursing, or if the baby is simply whimpering because they are in between sleep cycles and still learning how to connect those sleep cycles. The pause allows mothers to observe and respond instead of automatically reacting. Doing so gives the babies space to self-soothe, connect their sleep cycles, and learn to sleep through the night. Now, I want to focus on this concept of pausing because I think it has valuable implications for several areas of our lives beyond just baby sleep. However, if you are a new mom or going to be one soon, I cannot stress enough how vital the information in this chapter could be to your sanity in the first few months of your baby's life. Go grab the book as soon as you can. I will link it in our show notes. I only have a sample size of two, which as a researcher, I know that's not very big, but both of my children slept through the night by two months old, and I swear it was because we practiced the pause. Okay, back to pausing. What would your life look like if you practiced pausing more often? I would suggest that pausing could greatly improve the quality of our everyday lives. There is great power in the pause. It creates space for us to think before we simply react. By pausing and observing the situation, we can take the time to think through the bigger picture, notice what we're feeling, and think about other people's perspectives. Consider a time when you didn't pause. Maybe you spoke without thinking. Maybe you ate the chocolate chip cookie before considering what your health goals were. Maybe you bought a new dress impulsively. Or maybe you committed to something without thinking through whether you actually had the resources and bandwidth available to actually take on that new activity. I know it's not necessarily easy, but practice does make almost perfect. Just like the key to infant sleep is pausing and observing, we simply need to start pausing and observing our everyday situations. How do we do that? Well, first we need to recognize the need to pause. Then we mentally press pause on the situation. Next, take a deep breath, think through your priorities, your values, and your goals so that you can respond and not just react in accordance with them. Finally, you press play again. Practicing the pause is really quite elegant. Remember, elegance is when something is beautiful in its simplicity and effectiveness. 
It's amazing, but this incredibly simple technique could be immensely helpful in building relationships with your spouse and your kids, in reaching your weight loss goals, in sticking to your budget, and even in creating the work-life balance that you desire. So I want to leave you with a few questions. What if you paused before nagging your husband? What if you paused before yelling at your kids? What if you paused before eating that carton of ice cream? What if you paused before splurging on that new dress? What if you paused before saying yes to yet another volunteer opportunity? It's possible that you might pause and then decide that you do want that ice cream, that dress, or you want to take on that volunteer opportunity, and that's okay. The point is not to say no to everything. The point is to be intentional with our responses, ensuring that they align with our priorities and our values and not get stuck constantly reacting to our lives. I'd love to hear how you practice pausing this week. And so if you do practice it, head over to Facebook or Instagram and let me know. I can't wait to celebrate the power of the pause with you. Thank you so much for listening to the Elegant Balance Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our future conversations. Also, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review in iTunes or wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you, friends, and have a beautiful, joy-filled week.